There's a part in the film where you see um, his mum on a horse. Yeah. In full um, traditional Nigerian regalia. So she has yeah. a gele, she has like, you know, um, um, rapper and everything. Yeah. Going down Peckham High Street on yeah. this horse and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, so and it's I, sort of, it's one of, it, it's when you saw it, you thought, it looks out of place, but at the same time, it completely fits yeah. the way that she's carrying herself as yeah. well, like this queen on this yeah. horse. So, she it, do- so she it looks completely, like yeah. yeah. So it looks completely and you had people, normal, like, but also prostrating in the yes. film, when they, which I thought and prostrating for those that don't know. Yeah. Is, Hello and welcome to Colour Out The Box podcast and as always I am Mo and as always joined by Jay. Well not always. Oh yeah. Most of the time. Most of the (laughs) Just us two today Jay actually. Yes. Um, Coming live. Back to basics. Oh yeah of course. Mm. How it should be. So Colour Out The Box podcast is simple conversation between friends. I'm working on the tagline. And I've been like, you know, using different ones. I want to say unapologetically fresh. Yes, wasn't that? That was yeah. It then before, I realised right? I find difficulty saying that word. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to say unfiltered conversation. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, you know, we edit sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> now I've just kind of like, I think it's just going to be called simple conversation mm-hmm. between friends, which is okay. basically what we're about. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find Colour Out The Box on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Do tweet us, let us know your thoughts, um, respond to some yeah. of our views. I will get to that later. I got some feedback on some of my views from the last mm. podcast. <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, oh, there's two. Um, are men intimidated by successful women? And um, what's mine is mine, what's yours is ours. So those are our last two episodes. A couple and, of interesting. Yeah, and they've received some interesting Maybe, feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So to go and listen. Okay, so Jay, what you been up to this week? This week, what's been going on this week? Mm. It's been a, it's been a hot week. It's literally hot, as in temperature yeah, hot. It's the weather. You know, summer is really happening in London. So it's been a good week, just chilling. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I've been at work, but yeah. you know, taking time out to get some heat waves some vitamin d nice get the melanin you know it's so going. funny obviously you've been in the uk been in mm. london consistent sunshine we're not really used it's to so it rare. it's so, so rare it's so it's been it's been quite warm for yeah. like how many weeks now probably be like this is like the three. third week yeah I think it's going, going into the fourth week yeah. yeah so we're almost getting to a month of yeah. consistent hot weather it's so unusual and i think we are failing as a nation to manage it <laughs> So, um, people are not used to it at all. So, one of the things is, is clothing. Yeah. So, I'm like run out of like summer clothes. Yeah. So, to, like, what's wear. your summer homeware? So, so, at the moment, I'm sat like in the North London studios that is my living room in um, <laughs> just like a, um, a dress and everything. But, yeah. um, what I've been wearing at home mm. is I've been wearing cycling shorts and a vest. Which is basically uh, the easy, <laughs> the cover of the easy, pretty little thing, um, misguided <laughs> boohoo look. But obviously, not. I'm not 
at the age or the figure type <laughs> to pull off such an outfit. So I was just like really hanging around. But it's so nice. Like I understand mm. why those young girls wear that look because yeah. it's so comfortable. And like, it keeps you cool, right? Yeah. Like literally wearing cycling shorts, mm. like just cotton cycling shorts and a vest you are pretty comfortable yeah so i i get it i get yeah, it yeah. i just need to get myself a pair of balenciaga trainers <laughs> um get myself you know maybe you need like, a bum bag yeah i need a bum bag yeah um i need to wear a denim jacket off my shoulder yeah yeah, yeah something yes. like that something like that yeah. and then and, you're good to go yeah and then i'm good mm. and then i'll just set up my new ig account and um just UBS. be just hashtag, hashtag misguided babe <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll have like a discount code and everything in my description but um yeah so going to work i have struggled a little bit in terms of what is work appropriate yeah it's gonna mm. keep me cool and i must say some of my colleagues don't seem to be striking the right balance yeah because some of the outfits i've seen because i don't think i should see armpit what from female? from anyone no i think you can yeah i don't see a man's yeah i don't see man's armpit. no man's armpit no in the office corporate. no man's but armpit, i don't no. think i should see woman's armpit as well i think that's okay no. in the heat no. in the heat i think there's that that's okay because if they wear like a nice sleeveless blouse yeah. sort of thing and, and it can make it look and i don't think shorts are office wear appropriate no i work somewhere where this one of the guys but it was publishing so you know publishing is a bit oh so you know, very cool so i work cool. in fashion so but people you, wear you whatever you wore like pink shorts pink they were like short shorts how short like um, mid thigh yeah mid thigh that's too mid-thigh. short that's too short he should have been, yeah. been sent home disciplinary action <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> i would have if it was if i was his boss oh i'd be like nah gosh, what do you think this is yeah, the yeah. beach <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, like just some mm. of the looks at work has been a little bit, mm. but yeah, the heat in general. Yeah. I don't want to complain about it because, as I said, it's you know, it's sunny, everyone's yeah. happy. Mm. It's the World Cup at the moment. Yeah. So unfortunately, you know, Nigeria's out. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost to um, Argentina, which I was. Did com- they, they did their best. They did, did really they? well. I'm not sure. No, they yeah. did really well. I mm. remember they're a young team. Yeah. So the goalkeeper allegedly is 16 to 17 years old. No. Allegedly. Wow. Let's, let's not get into that about okay. Nigerians and passports. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they did, no, they did really well. And I yeah. do think like in Qatar, like they were in 2022. Yeah, 2020. Like yeah, yeah, it must 22. be. Mm-hmm. Um, they will be back. And I think they will be strong contenders because they would have matured and everything like mm. that. Um, so England are still in yeah so they've got they're going to the semi-finals so we are recording on a sunday mm. um and the match so they played yesterday they played against sweden mm. and they won two two nil wasn't it oh. yeah two nil so really good result now when so so let's just, just break it down so mm. it's sunny we're talking over you know almost 30 degrees yeah, so yeah. that's good weather for us it's the world cup it's football so the nation's it's favorite mental sport. yeah england are still in mm-hmm. the competition so are we supporting england does it feel weird to support england because i never see myself as english 
Right. Well, for me, it's a different case. I know because you're I, not. I, I'm not even British. Yes. So you know. So yesterday after Brexit, I, it may be just well, on a podcast. <laughs> it was just like political because obviously Sweden is close to Denmark, where I'm from. Yes. Definitely. So I've got to support our neighbours. Oh, I even understand in, a bit of Swedish. So would you support I, in Sweden? Yeah. How, how can oh, I not support okay. Sweden? Yeah. Interesting. They're like our cousins. They're like Denmark's cousins. So you know, it's one of those things because when England played um, Colombia and it yeah. went to penalties. I literally for all the black pay- players, I was like, please don't miss, please don't miss, because you know what? Yeah, I <laughs> so feel the pressure. So you were just supporting black people. <laughs> no, no, but I feel the pressure. Like if they yeah. were to miss, how they would be vilified in the mm. press. So like yeah, any yeah. black player, I'm like, please don't miss, please don't miss. Yeah, just to yeah. cover them. Like yeah, I'm yes. feeling for them. I know. I know. In terms yeah. of England itself, yeah. it's like as I said. You, the same people that are like you know come on England mm. it's coming home and all of that kind yeah. of talk mm-hmm. are the same people that are like probably voting Brexit, Brexit exactly. and you know oh, you, no, it's definitely. You, you person of colour don't need to be here yeah. <laughs> or no, they, not even person of colour person with an accent you can go as well it's the same people who are doing the make England great again exactly so, so I'm a little bit conflicted. Yeah. Like, do I support this country that also but, um, invaded? Well, <coughs> I mean, colonized um, Nigeria, <laughs> or do I? Do I not? Well, but you know, I think I think that's interesting. It's a lot about identity, isn't it? Because yeah. it is your country. Yeah, I pay tax yeah, here. So, so do you? So yeah. you know, we're contributing to the yeah. economy. So. Yeah, I think, but for me in general, with this whole football thing, I just, I just get a bad taste in my mouth when it gets all very nationalistic and stuff. Yeah, it just puts me off. And I you just know what get, it is? There's I a lot get, of um, England flags yeah, like, around yeah. the place. It just makes it just so makes me uncomfortable. Like, it makes you're me like, yes, the World Cup, yeah. but you know, also, you know, is that flag gonna stay? Like, mm, uh, and sometimes know. it does yeah. stay. <laughs> I've seen one; it's been up there yeah. for two years. I can see it from my kitchen. Yeah. So it makes me uncomfortable, the whole... Uh, yeah, maybe I'm not a nationalistic person, so, you know, yeah, maybe I, that's the reason I why. I do want England to win. Yeah. No, I want them to do well. No, no, no. I know, want them to win, but I have my own selfish reasons. Right. I'm convinced that if they do, mm. we will get an extra bank holiday. <laughs> like, I think, it's, I think it's more than a possibility. I don't think we're going to no, get No, no, I think it I think it happened. Because we obviously, we didn't get one for when um, Harry married um, Meghan. Yeah. And um, we did get one when um, William married... Um, what's her name? Kate. <laughs> that woman. Kate. <laughs> but, you know, I think considering that, you know, it hasn't been since, like, you know, 1966 <laughs> that they've won... I honestly, honestly think, and I think there's a few MPs that said that, yeah, like, even if they it get to the happen. final, we should, because the final's on a Sunday, who's going to go to work on a Monday? If, yeah, if, if whichever way honest, it goes, whichever way If they way it goes. lose, and again, it's maybe one of the black players that missed the goal, <laughs> oh, no, then I'm, I'm going to be conscious of my own safety about, <laughs> <laughs> about just being out and about on the streets. It's true, you know. But also, you know, if they win, who's going to go to work on a Monday? On a Monday. Yeah. Okay, that, you have a point there. You and then they're going to need to do a parade. 
you know, yes. on like one in like an open top red bus yeah, or something. Yeah, the, oh, they you will. know, with the with but the did you see, cup. It's so, not a cup though, is it? It's like a yeah statue. So well, I don't know. Like, what it is. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, but you saw. I mean, it's gonna be mental. Yeah, like you even saw that. Did you see that clip that someone in our WhatsApp group sent? Yeah, about yeah. This well, guy jumping from a a bus, like a double. So bus. basically, um, cause England won yesterday people yeah. were celebrating i put celebrating in the quotation mark because i thought it was rioting if you <laughs> ask me because they were damaging public property of course, yeah. they damaged buses they yeah. damaged the ambulance there was people that were jumping on top of like a you know the ambulance car yeah yeah and yeah. dented it so the ambulance had to be taken out of service really and you uh, don't hear about that no no but That's when it's good. carnival time yeah. oh, the blacks are at it again yeah, you know yeah. wireless is happening today mm. that's a very urban in yeah. Marks mm-hmm. festival and um yeah i'm sure the police presence will be high but mm-hmm. yeah like england were celebrating mm-hmm. i keep on doing quotation marks like anyone can see me <laughs> but yeah in quotation marks celebrating Celebr- yeah and um jumping havoc. from buses i mean just... i literally was just made sure that i was somewhere like safe inside yeah, yeah. and not got caught up in uh, i know because it's one of those things with england with those kind of things i feel like it goes from celebration and then suddenly it just really goes to a very dark place and you just did like, you also see they went to ikea no to start like raising hell in ikea because, what because it's swedish that's ridiculous you see it's ridiculous see, that is why and you know what? it's I also just, a waste yeah. of time and they should have gone h&m as well like keep the same <laughs> yeah. energy across the board h&m is swedish Are you serious owned. so yeah anyway. it's ridiculous oh. but yeah let's move on rant over oh yeah yeah you know go on england yay hope you win i need that bank holiday anyway so moving on so in terms of just talking about London in the sunshine, mm. can I just say, this is the times when I actually really appreciate like living in this city. Mm. Like all the times when I'm like thinking, I hate getting on the bus and the tube and yeah. everyone's annoying me and you know, overpopulation, it, you know, it being expensive. But when that sun comes out, it's a lovely city. You're like, I'm like, let's go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> let's go to the park. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, let's, let's, yeah. Go, let's go and sit outside. Yes, I, I'd like to have a seat outside. Yes, yeah. You're like, well, where's that rooftop bar? Yes. yes. So Outdoor swimming pool? Yes. So what are some of your favourite places to go in London? So I really love the whole rooftop bar oh, okay. culture that's going nice, on at the moment. Nice. So there's a couple of places. There's one in Stratford rooftop i think it's called rooftop stratford oh it's there yeah okay um, so that's quite cool um there's another one near Orgate east which is in east london called cool pepper rooftop oh okay and that's got, got like a garden there yeah there's a cup there's another one in shoreditch so you're really just going from rooftop to rooftop yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like you've got a rooftop no i'm not coming no i'm not coming yeah <laughs> so yeah it's just like that whole outdoors sing outdoors yeah eating or drinking well for me there's a couple of places Mm. so um i so you know king's cross has all been redeveloped yeah yeah so and it's one of those things where it's actually a good redevelopment because it's not like to say like they've knocked down loads of flats and like you know got rid of all the poor people and Mm. moved all the rich people in there actually wasn't anything there where they can like have redeveloped so that's good gentrification so they've got like loads of bars so you know just behind um st pancras there's yes. a whole area now and yeah that's Granary really nice Square. Uh, yeah. really nice they've got yeah. like you know uh, they've got loads of bars and restaurants there mm. that have outside space so there's one my two favorites are the lightman mm-hmm. which is really nice because it actually is on the canal bank 
So you can oh. sit like um, you know, next to the canal, yeah. or you can sit, and again, it's got a rooftop, so you can Ooh. have a nice view. Okay. Or there's another one called Drake and Morgan, mm-hmm. and which is basically my date first date place. <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying this, but no, I think you've mentioned it before because yeah. I know it's your your yeah. Your I probably mentioned it place. to you like when we're not recording. <laughs> so. I go there for a first date because yeah. it's because it's got a really nice bar area mm. and it's got inside and outside. It's got nice interiors. Exactly, it's just very nice. Yeah. So you go. So what you do is you go there, mm-hmm. have a drink. Yeah. You know the date's not going well. You know what? My train's just about to go. Like I've just checked the timetable. Need to feed my cat. Do you know? Even if you don't and because have you're a cat. near Cross, you're like, I, you know, my train's going to go in a few minutes. I yeah. have to go. End of date. Date is going well. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to stay on and have something to eat? Mm. They have a whole restaurant in there as well. Yeah. We? And then downstairs on you know on the Thursday I think to Saturday they have a little bit of a DJ. So yeah. You have yeah. a bit of a disco. So if you want to have a boogie yeah. with your date, yeah, you know, exactly. See how he moves. So you can really you know <laughs> expand the day and everything. So but obviously if it's not a good one, it's an easy exit. Yeah. Good transport links, easy exit. So yeah, yeah, I had one date there. I think I mentioned it on dating disasters and dilemmas. Yeah, you did. Where I, yeah. um, the guy just told me that he was married, and um, I ate my sweet potato fries and left. I've told so many people that story <laughs> on your behalf. Thanks. It's time to listen to the pod. <laughs> so yeah, so I like so that in terms of places to eat and drink, those yeah. are a few places I like, and then just places to go. I really like um, Somerset House. Yeah, that's really nice. Because they have yeah. a really nice, you know, the courtyard there. So mm. Somerset House, would you call it like an exhibition kind of like space? So, well, yeah, it is an exhibition space. They use it for a lot of things. So yeah, they even have much, concerts there. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty, it's like a cultural institution. Yes, that's yeah. a good way to describe yeah. it. A cultural institution. <laughs> so yeah, so it's re- I really like going there. Um, mm. I Obviously, I do photography, so they had the sony photography annual awards there so mm-hmm. i went and see those and then it's just it's just nice in terms of hang out and then i really like this weather makes me want to go to a lot of museums and a lot mm. of the museums are free so yeah i went to tate modern recently yeah um, which is on yeah. the river mm. you go over that millennium bridge which yeah. is a footbridge for those that don't know um when I first go over it, I'm always like, can this bridge hold everybody? But it is actually super sturdy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, pro- it's a proper structure. <laughs> yeah, it's an actual <laughs> bridge. Um, but it's got great views of, like, the whole city. Yes, and it just really... Yeah. And it's by the river as well. So yeah. there's a bit of nice, cool breeze sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we'll probably do, I think, in the podcast description, we should mm. just put our top five places to go Yeah. in London. Yeah, for the summer. For the right. summer, yeah. you know, if you want And it's a nice, I think we've got a nice mix of places. Got some yeah. rooftop bars, some, you know, culture, and then some nice places to eat. Yes, and different definitely. Things. Yeah. Oh, and one more place to eat, um, just a Nigerian restaurant in Finchley called Enish. And because I've been oh. there been there once, and I thought yeah. it was okay. So, okay. Yeah. Got to support black businesses and all okay. that. Okay, nice. Yeah. Right, so have so talking about summer. Yeah. Obviously, the sound you need a soundtrack to summer. Mm-hmm. See where I'm going with this. So, <laughs> so let's song talk. of the summer. There's always a song of the summer. Yeah, there, there has to be. What let's, was it last year? Um. Oh, uh, it was wild, wild thoughts. Oh, what the Rihanna and DJ yeah, Khaled? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Year. And um, Bodak Yellow. Um, um, oh Cardi B yeah I oh. think so that, a, lot of, a lot of people are into that one alright oh, okay no okay <laughs> fine um, so, so what talk, is it this year so 
we've had a lot of music yeah and we've kind of talked about music quite yeah, a few think, times yeah we have um so drake dropped his album yeah so mr drizzy drake double double-sided double double side is that what you call it double it, album oh. yeah because like there's a and b oh i just downloaded oh you just listened to it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like 14 songs <laughs> So, side um, A, side B. So yeah, it's like twenty something songs actually, mm. and um, he's released this album following the recent controversy, mm-hmm. um, following his beef with Pusha T and, and his the whole his baby. He's got a baby. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think of the album? And mm. do you think the recent controversy? I'm not for sure. You say controversy or controversy? What do you say? I say controversy. Controversy. Yeah. What do you, the recent controversy? Do you think it affected your listening kind of like view of the album? Like when you listened to it, yeah. was you thinking about all the stuff that's going on, or did you listen to it as as the Drake album? Um, I listened to it as a Drake album. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't even think it's controversial to be honest. Mm. What that he's got a baby? He didn't let anyone know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he explains why on the album. Oh, what that he was hiding the hiding the world to protect from his to baby? protect What's the baby. The I wasn't hiding my baby from the world. I was hiding the world from, from my, my baby. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that. What great line for deadbeat dad <laughs> oh, all around the world. What do you mean? <laughs> he, but he's not though. Okay. Okay, let's. Okay. So, okay, maybe I, I'm, I'm slightly biased because I like Drake. Yes, me too. Um, I like that, you know, he's all. And in this album as well, he's all in his feelings, very yeah. emo and all that stuff. So. so, some people have said it's a bit depressing, that album. I don't. No, I wouldn't say it's depressing, but it's him. He yeah. is always, you know, it's all very emotional. Do you like rapping Drake or singing Drake? I like, I prefer singing Drake. Do you? Yeah, yeah. See, I don't think his voice is that great, so I prefer rapping Rapping. No, I I prefer singing Drake, because it's not so, because his voice is, yeah, he's not, you know. He's not singing, singing. It's very, it's It's not singing, singing. It's like melodic talking. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't even call him a singer per se, but I do like that side of him yeah i prefer that side of him to the rapping i think with this with his songs he's very good at getting very well produced songs that mm. good might be and a catchy chorus yeah yeah and i think that's what catches people yeah yeah and this album is funny i think i don't know you could you could see that he took a lot of elements i don't know if they were from his favorite artists yeah but a lot of it was going back to like a lot of 90s artists yeah like, so like there's, i there's think that's Aaliyah. the b side where yeah. he's kind of like it is more kind of like a r&b he does more yeah singing, yeah and it is kind of like a throwback to like the 90s yeah so early noughties kind yeah because like there's, there's sort of some Aaliyah stuff there's mariah sorry Mike, quick um yeah. sidetrack totally off topic mm. um you know jarwald and ashanti are releasing that album why i was actually quite excited <laughs> sorry that okay. just came up like back why? on track <laughs> <laughs> Fine. So yeah. So what was your what kind what tracks did you think? Okay, you like those. Uh, so I like "Nice for What." Obviously, yeah, I think a that's single. a lot of people's yeah. favorite. I actually um, like that song. It's a weird song though. Why? I feel like it's like three songs in one because like the you know you got the break. And yeah. Got a break. Yeah. And it kind of then goes into that kind of um, that kind of like DC kind of like sound where mm. the drums come in. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I really like the song though. Yeah. So I like that. I like Jaded. That's one of my favorites mm-hmm. at the moment. 
and then there's the one I can't remember what it's called but I think it's the one where he's I don't know if it's Aaliyah's voice that he's got on it so now there's, there's rumours that it's an Aaliyah sample, but it's not yeah, Aaliyah's but, voice. Okay, so it's an so Aaliyah someone sample. else yeah. is singing. And I don't know though. And then what about? Did you listen to the one that's got Michael Jackson on it? Yes. What did you think uh, of that one? That was funny. That one, I was like, I was I was listening to, it and I was like, sounds like Michael Jackson, but I don't yeah. think it is. And then I found out it is, it is Michael Jackson. Um. You know what? I'm on the fence. I feel I'm on like the fence. If you're going to have Michael Jackson, who's been dead for <laughs> how many years, yeah. on your song, yeah. I feel like that song needs to be the absolute fire. It, yeah, and it wasn't. And it wasn't. It wasn't. It was kind no. of like, oh, it was, it was kind of It was like, a by the way Yeah, song, oh, right? yeah, Michael's here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it should have been exactly. like, oh my God. Like, it should have been obvious it was Michael Jackson. Unreleased material yeah. featuring Michael Jackson. Mm. You know, this is big exclusive but yes. i kind of just was like oh michael i like the use of the mariah carey um, yeah sample. i like that one. i think what's it yeah. called emotionless or something emotionless yeah yeah emotionless yeah yeah that was good um and it made me appreciate mariah carey as well like she has some bangers back in the day yeah of course she did of course she did. i mean of course that yeah, yeah, yeah what's in 90s the yeah like, she yeah. she owned like the 90s oh, and early noughties, completely you know? she, yeah but yeah i for me, um, when I listen to it, mm. I, what I realise is I don't normally listen to Drake albums as soon as they come out. Mm. So I tend to... They've been, normally, the album would have been out for a while. For a while, okay. And then I listen to it. Yeah. Like, and then I would have heard the songs, like, bits and pieces, yeah, like, through, yeah. like, radio and stuff. Yeah. So this is the first time, like, that I actually... As soon as it came out, like, I was like, listen. okay, let me go yeah. and listen mm. to what everyone's talking about. Mm. So I was a bit like, oh, okay... Yeah. But it does get better on repeated listens. Yeah. And I also think visuals help his, like, um, songs. Like, having, like, a, um, uh, a video. video. Oh, okay. Even one of the songs, they've got, like, a challenge, a dance challenge at the moment. You know the one that goes, Kiki, do you love me? No, no. Anyway, there's a dance challenge to that. And that's made me appreciate that song mm. a little bit more. But if I'm honest, I think because he didn't respond to the whole again to the whole pushy yeah. thing it's kind of like in the air so it's but kind why? of why why is it only in the because air? like you know, i don't know i feel like this album is now tainted by all of that stuff that but happened why because all of that stuff that happened yeah but why does that affect why, because what, you know what, what is it about because you know what it, it feels like an unresolved rap beef and he's kind of doing the odd subliminal yeah sublim, subliminal yeah. message in the song and it's kind of like if you're not going to say it like you know properly don't don't bother but that's how those rap yeah. beefs are though. no you can say it do they me? ever they well, don't get the they thing. never get finished it's just like someone says no someone. well someone has to win and i yeah. felt pusher won oh then there you go yeah <laughs> and then the whole thing it made me think about the whole baby scenario mm. like i don't think it's a big deal that he's got a baby yeah yeah but i do question mm. the fact that he's got a baby with that with that, with that particular, particular person because it makes me think like you're drake so yeah some there's unscrupulous women out there who be thinking having Drake's baby is going to set me up yeah, for life. Yes. So you need to take extra precautions. Even, maybe even double up 
I don't care what you have how, to do. How many times has something like this happened? And he babe? makes reference in the song that he never saw himself. Yeah, as yeah, like he a said exactly. Parent. Yeah, yeah, and the f- that he didn't want this for any child, yeah. like because he knows that he's been through. And it. I think he said like Billie Jean's not my lover, but yeah. I am the father, <laughs> yeah. or something like something yeah. weird like that. So yeah. obviously he's not happy. I got the vibe. He wasn't happy. He's not necessarily got an issue with having a child. Mm. He's got an issue with the person who oh, had I've... a child. And he only met her twice. Yeah, yeah. He mentions how, that in the song. Yeah. How, you know what? I, I hope this is a lesson to any guy out But it's there. not a lesson. It's, no, gonna ha- it's no, not. I hope this is. Cause no, even, but this is a even story. Even this is... Drake, the literally the hip-hop Mr. Nice Guy, yeah, is even it, caught out. But... I'm not surprised. Like this is, I'm sorry to say, but it is men. Like this is what they do. Like, yeah. You know, you can you can give them all the like, you know, all the warning signs, but it just I still mean, happens. But can you imagine? And then also, let's not put it on men alone. Women are also in no, con- but you can tell what she things. was trying to do. Like for her, this is a win-win situation. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah. And yeah. That well, uh, we don't know. We're sort of uh, making... I think we can do We're making very big assumptions. I think we can make these assumptions. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but I do I do think in terms of, for him, someone of his stature... Yeah. To be taking those kind of risks... Hey. Hey. To, you got... She could have got pregnant on the first go. Yeah, you know, yeah. it literally... And also, why are you sleeping with someone unprotected that you've met twice? Or on the, you know... <laughs> It baffles me, and someone like Drake, like it doesn't Drake, baffle. It, even it doesn't. after the deed, I would even take the condom with me to make sure there's no risk of anyone trying to like you he, know he steal your moment. product or anything it's, it's like that. It's a guy. It's a guy. Like anyway, it, anyway yeah. the album is alright. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's cool and everything. So yeah, so more you'd be if you have a son, you'd be like, make sure you no, use but protection. You have to. Yeah. You have to. Mm. Um. I definitely, I think I need to listen to it a few more times because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a slow burner. But I think yeah. I'm gonna listen to it when like the hype has died down. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just like I'll listen to it like when but I'm driving. But I, I, yeah, I, I've got to say, I really just, I really like when he goes into that sort of deep side of himself where he's talking about okay. his, when he's all in his feelings. That's that's my okay. Those are my jams. Okay, cool. The slow songs. So, um. One of the things I also wanted to just raise. So on mm. the last episode, we talked about you know the hit show that is Love Island, <laughs> <laughs> which is still like <laughs> you know running the timeline like yeah. nine o'clock every day. Yeah, um, yeah. So we talked about the whole Samira situation yes. and the invisible black girl. Yeah, yeah. And we got some like interesting responses from people mm. um, from a lot of black guys as well, okay. saying that you know. Why are we back in Samira? She only, you know, is into white men anyway, like and stuff like that. Anyway, that 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 is we did. Did we not raise that issue though? Yeah, we that did. She said. I mean, yeah, maybe we didn't d- delve but into I, it, but I, we did say she's also, you know, her type. She kept on saying her type was a blonde and blue-eyed guy, which yeah, yeah. So but she never said that she wouldn't date a black guy because she also said that she fancied Josh, who's like mixed race. Yes. You know, Josh is half Nigerian. No, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh. But yeah. that's yeah. why I think he's cute, maybe. Oh, do okay. you? Yeah. Uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, it, there was an interesting article that I saw in the timeline by um, Derek um, Owusu. Mm. And he's, the, t- the title of the article is Black Men Are Made to Feel Ugly and We Need to Talk About It. Mm. And I feel like this is in a direct response. I mean, he references Love Island. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's a direct response to the whole talk around Samira. Yes, yeah. So did you, did you read the article? Yeah, yeah, because... Uh, I, Derek does a podcast as well. Oh, do you listen to it? Yeah, I've listened to a couple of episodes. Yeah, I think okay. mostly lit. I think that's what it's oh, called. Oh yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. Um. So I did read the article, and t- let me be honest. When I read you it, you be honest. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Is that your? Do you want to write that down? Oh like, yeah. How like, do I smell that? <laughs> yeah, no. I was, I was like, really? Yeah. Okay. So, well, black men. Now you guys have some sort of deep emotional problems, Whoa. okay? <laughs> um, but then I had to say, okay, wait a minute, Jay, look at it from their <laughs> perspective, yeah. put yourself in their shoes. And I was like, okay, yeah, you know, valid points. Well, Valid let me, points let me just, to some degree. To some degree. Let yes. me just mention a couple of things mm. that um, he talked about. So he, so as I said, the title of the article is "Black Men Are Made to Feel Ugly," mm-hmm. and we need to talk about it. By Derek <laughs> Owusu. Mm-hmm. Um, a dark-skinned man. It was a running joke on Twitter that he was somehow getting darker. So he's making reference to Marcel, yeah, who was on the previous season of Love Island, mm-hmm. and there was kind of like a lot of talk about him being dark-skinned because yeah, he's got yeah. tattoos, and they were, and they're literally talking about how his tattoos were disappearing but the yeah. guy is sat out in the he's sun he's in the sun every day he's gonna get his hand yeah so yeah so for many weeks we would no one um step forward for him yeah not until the arrival of gabby did it seem possible for a dark-skinned man to look at attractive amongst a sea of white lads mm. so did you did you watch you watched last i watched it one. and i did notice that and i did i was really surprised i was really surprised that you know his blackness was was quite that you know people had that those conversations were going yeah. on and yeah. it was very in a very negative sort of yeah you know jokey negative way and also that he wasn't getting picked yeah. i didn't that was kind of like oh and if you think oh about black it, men are also affected by this so that i did think, think about that. in the grand scheme of things he's similar to sabira as well as someone mm. that is he was in he's in blazing squad so he's like a celebrity yeah in his own right yeah like slightly <laughs> on the z list but still yeah. he's a celebrity in comparison yeah. to the other guys in yeah, that house. yeah he's a good looking guy mm. good um i was gonna say figure good physique <laughs> so there was no reason why the girl shouldn't have been lining up yeah, to like yeah. to pick him or to be picked by him, yeah. but they didn't seem to. But I think that I guess what that's so that's when I you know where I said I agree with some parts of the article where colorism does come yes. into play here because it, in that season where Marcel was in, if if there was a mixed race yeah, guy, he wouldn't have the problem. He wouldn't have a problem, which is proven by the current season where yes. literally like the mixed you race have guys, women saying, "Oh, you're just my type, mixed right. race." I'm like, yeah. is that a type? I, like, I know. <laughs> I had to sit there like, what? When did baffles me? Like, is, when did that become a type? Extremely uncomfortable. When did that become that. a type? Like. I know. So anyway, so um, Derek, the writer of the article, goes on to say, um, I'm going to read another bit. He, um, 
he goes he's now he's talking about his own experience mm. and he goes that he's he thinks about his nose and um, being too wide he's yeah. too big and prone to ca- cracking mm. and do other black men ever ever feel this way so and then it goes on in the article where he actually does take quotes from other black men yeah, who yeah. do kind of like say that yeah like they have felt kind of like yeah in quotation marks ugly and it made me think i never really think about how black men are feeling like i'm very mm. aware of um black women yeah yeah dark-skinned women and their plight that they go through yeah. um women like myself that have big lips you know mm. shape of our nose not considered like you know this whole westernized standard of beauty yeah yeah but i have never really thought about it from the, from the black men's perspective from the black men's yes. perspective yeah, yeah and i do kind of i think that's a bit of a bad thing on my side like i think well to be honest i think it's because the narrative we hear especially about black men and attractiveness is that they are desirable and they're desirable by women like all types but of women right that, so that you would never think is kind of cloaked with fetishism yes that yes, they, is, they're yeah. fetishized for mm. you know having like big <laughs> yeah. and you know like they are you know in well, the bedroom, well what's the well word? endowed well and endowed. stuff like that that's a better word rather than <laughs> <laughs> just making noises but yeah so i i get i get why black guys are a bit like no nah, like we we don't get a you know fair go either mm. and then also it's a type of black guy because i do think there is a whole issue of colorism yeah where the lighter skinned black guys seem to be kind of still favoured over mm. the darker skin ones. yeah yeah but maybe not to the same degree as it is for black women yes yeah because I have to be fair I have seen it with the from a friend who's dark skin okay and she was talking about a guy that she used to date and describing him and she mentions that he's he's light skinned and just the way she said it it was kind of like a badge of honour oh really yeah like and you know blah 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 he was this he was this and he was light skinned as in like that's one of his attributes to like you know say that he was good looking no as in she felt it was a badge of honour for her oh that, that she, she bagged herself a light, a light skinned. skinned guy yeah wow yeah. so we talk about obviously a lot of black men mm. using light skinned women almost like trophies trophies but black women you know the black term women do it as well yeah and stuff like yeah. that but black women do it as well i don't think i really think about what black women are doing i yeah. think because we're so oppressed we don't think <laughs> you about you don't think like, about other people yeah, other like groups because we're already at the bottom <laughs> yeah so that's when i read the article i was like really black men you want you like i do feel we've got our thing slightly trolling if i'm honest what, as in the, like, i don't know if it was like um being ironic or no it wasn't yeah because someone did say that in our yeah, whatsapp group yeah. and i thought no he actually he's not being ironic he he's because he talks about he talks a lot about masculinity yes. and things like that on his podcast. And, so I know that. And he, to be fair, if this was an article written by a black woman talking mm, about how she felt ugly, or yeah, she we felt would be like, we'd be like, yes, you, you're we valid. Would, we you know, validate your. This were up, yes, we'd be like, you know, yes, yes sister, we yes. are with you. But your 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 responses or your opinions are validated. But exactly, if it's a black man coming, yeah, yeah, but. And that made me, like I said, think mm. like maybe we are a bit dismissive. Yeah. And yeah. then we're talking about this whole hyper masculinity. Yeah. When a man yeah. does express his feelings. Right. Are we too quick to say like, oh, oh come on. Yeah. Jokes. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. You carry on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're sort of like, you know, oh, come on. What are you talking about? 
really pull yourself together yeah black man yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i guess but he did he'd had some valid points and yeah. we we definitely can see that i think in especially in the two last two seasons the way yeah. Yeah, in this season especially, it's the the fetishization of this. Yeah, um, and I even think the that mixed is, race guys. It's that just, is kind of like it can really knock someone's confidence yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. But I never really thought. I guess I never thought about guys worrying about their lips being too, too big, big or mm. you know their nose being too wide mm. and stuff like that. I suppose also for me, it's because these are things that I actually think I mark as attractive. In, mm, in a park, yeah, yeah. So for me, that's because you know, yeah, I'm like looking for like black, like attributes yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But so, it's yeah. funny because they, it's the same that they were saying. But you know, this for them, the the pro the prototype is a Eurocentric yeah. look, which is for everybody, which is for everyone as well. So it's interesting that it's also that some black men also have that sort of insecurity about that. Yep. It would be interesting to hear from a black guy. It's a shame that Nathan's not here today. Because mm, yeah. to see that, does he ever have any, like, doubts? Because I know guys feel maybe funny about maybe their physique. Maybe, like, they've not got, like, enough muscles. Yeah, six-pack. Or, you know, or them, you know their, their height. Right, but okay. But I've never had a guy, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, think, express to me or yeah. hear about someone expressing that they felt ugly or they mm. they mention other features yeah you know so it would be interesting to hear yeah. but i do think that we do need to be conscious of that yes like it's not yeah, just yeah. the black woman and if there are any black men listening yeah you know it would be good out. to hear your experiences as well and you definitely know, edu- us. educate us on, on that yeah as well on our ignorance yeah so yeah tweet us or instagram us mm. out, color out the box but yeah we are we we sympathize. Yeah, we know. We, we can say we know what you're going exactly, through. Exactly, yeah. definitely. Okay, let's take a short break. So, welcome back to Color Out the Box podcast. Nice. We're back again. Yes, for some interesting conversation. Okay. So, so I read an article on Lenny Letters. So, have you, do you know what Lenny Letter is? I only know about it from because you put it in yeah. the in the group chat. So. so it's actually Lena Donham, the girl from Girls. Oh, She's I hate got... her. <laughs> okay, I didn't know it was her blog. Yeah, well, it's not. Well, I think it's her. That's why it's called Lenny. Oh, so, that did but, not click because I I actually can't stand her. I'm not okay, even joking. Same. I didn't watch Girls. And oh. I don't really have that much. Okay. I don't really have much to say anyway. about her. But I will say this sort of. But her the content, blog is not just hers. Is no, it? no, she no. Has like a lot of contributing. Yeah, it's um, pretty much that contribute to the content. Yeah. So the yeah. content is actually really good. Yeah, it um, is. Actually. So aside from her, the content is really good. Oh, wow. And that that's... was going to be my highlight of the week. I have to have a rethink now. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> it's still good. But so she, so one of the contributors on the last. Um, so newsletter mm. was by Chibundu Onuzo. She's a Nigerian writer. Good pronunciation. Um, yeah, she's so she's written a book called Welcome to Lagos. That was really good, by the way. So I'll plug that. Um, so she wrote an article called The Hierarchy of Nigerian Wedding. This mm. is what happens when single ladies plays at a wedding. And basically, she just talks about... Um, how much as a, as a child she loved weddings she loved going to weddings yeah she was the you know 
She was the star of the wedding as a little bridesmaid. She basically talks about her evolution from yeah. mini bride to flower girl to flower girl to bridesmaid, yeah, single woman. <laughs> and, and I could relate to that as well. I used to get so excited to be a flower girl. At yeah. a wedding I was never a child bride No Not a child bride No Child bride is something <laughs> That's Very different That's a completely different, different thing. Very different uh, You're taking the podcast down <laughs> a completely different level. Like <laughs> No I meant little bride I was a never little a bride. little bride um, But yeah I've been flower girl Lots of times So And then she talks about how As a single woman And uh, A single woman At Nigerian weddings yes. About how That whole Dynamic And that how, how that situation Just becomes A very Uncomfortable Awkward situation Yeah Shall so, I yeah. read One of her One of the yeah, quotes Yeah read, read One of the quotes So After the bride So this is what The writer said So after yeah. the bride It's difficult to say Who is at the top Of the Nigerian wedding Hierarchy it's a tie between the parents of the couple and the highest ranking politician on the guest list. <laughs> Very true. Or, you yes. know, maybe the chief from your village yes. or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> she goes on to say, but I'm certain who's at the bottom, single women. <laughs> now this, um, you know, really had me kind of like, I don't know. Triggered? Um, triggered. <laughs> I felt some emotions because... Um, I've been to weddings yeah. where as a single person, so it can kind of go, Nigerian weddings are an event in itself. Mm-hmm. Like Nigerian weddings are like no other kind of event. I, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been to a lot it's, of- it's, you, They're set apart from yeah, other things in life. I've been to a life. lot of weddings yeah. from pe- you know, people's weddings from different cultures. I've been to yeah. Indian wedding. I've been to English weddings. I've been to Greek. Nigerian weddings, I'm sorry to say, they are they are in a whole other league completely, in comparison. Completely. So you go to a wedding now as a single um woman, you're you're literally that's your title, the single woman. Yeah. And you're there, your the main purpose that your parents may send you to go to the wedding is so yeah. you can find a prospective mate. Mm-hmm. And everything. And I think she goes on to talk about the bouquet um toss being yes. uh as a uh, opportunity for you know for it to be highlighted your single singledom yes and um to embarrass you basically mm. um but also one of the things that i hate is when you're single you're considered that you are just available to also be help within the wedding. Yeah, So exactly. you'll come in as a guest, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, you're maybe, like, helping serving food, yeah. or you're helping people be seated, mm. or you're all of a sudden in charge of the, um, you know, the guest signing book thing. Yes. Which yeah. I actually hate. Mm. That, you're, you're in charge of that, or yeah. you're, you know, you're having to help some kind of, like, elderly, like, you know... Um, maybe the mother of the bride or something mm. so you become also known as slave for the day <laughs> yeah. as a single woman yeah so, so you, you go from guest to either yeah. waitress um servant yes help on hand general kind of like errands person yeah, yeah. pretty much pretty so, much so another quote from the article so she now she recounts uh, where she was an um, Ashobi um, girl, which is basically yeah. at Nigerian weddings. They you will have your bridesmaids, and then you'll have like your close friends and family that yeah. will wear um, an outfit from the um, that is the same material, so almost mm-hmm. like a uniform. Yeah. Um. So you. It's you, so it's so they can recognize you. Yeah. yeah. As, as being close to the bride. Right. So she said, all the single women 
wherein the bride's um, SOB were rounded up by the bride's brother and asked to set the reception tables. <laughs> now, imagine this. You've come, you've struggled with your tailor to get your outfit together. Mm. You're in heels, you're looking good. You've got your makeup done. You've got your yeah. makeup done. Your yeah. gele is probably everything. too tight yeah. on your head, but it's fine. Yeah. And then you're now being summoned to go and now help set the table because mm. the catering staff are either behind schedule or didn't show up. Why? Why? Why me? <laughs> Why? Yes. And it's sort of like, oh, those girls there, they, they've got nothing yeah. to do. They're just sitting down. But you know what? As guests. No, as they shouldn't be doing that. As you're someone's wife. Mm. Yeah. Your wife. You, you're kind of like your set as like, okay, you're fine. Yeah. Your status your, changes. Your status does change. Yeah. And I think I've mentioned this before where yeah. like, when my cousin got married. Mm she this is my younger cousin my junior cousin i'm her senior so she has to even <laughs> okay. refer to me that's as very nigerian right there senior. when she got married this girl now thought she was too nice to speak to me directly mm. she would just speak to my mum, and that's it yeah yeah it's because you don't you're not married and because yeah. you don't have any children so. and you're kind of almost seen as like a threat yeah so a husband stealer <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's a genuine thing. Yeah, it's thing. a genuine. Yeah, it is a genuine thing. Like you see it, especially in a Nigerian context. It's yes. like a lot of married um, women sort of lose their their female friendships. Yeah, and the reason why they do that is because the single woman is seen as she can be seen as a husband stealer. Yeah, she can be seen as someone who's trying to invade your marital home. Yeah, so a lot of them actually just don't want to continue female friendship and this might be friends they've known since and it's not to be fair you know that they've just, grown up with it's not stuff. just coming from like say like the married women no sometimes yeah. it's their husbands see you Somet- as a bad influence yeah like, and sometimes oh, it's the mothers the yeah. mo- I, it could be the bride's mother or your friend's mother or the husband's mother whoever that might say why is your friend always here yeah. sort of thing why are you going to hang out with your friend like your that's, single friend your single what's friend she what's she doing for you why isn't she married why exactly and it's just you know it's that whole image of single women seen being seen as a pariah just like an, an untouchable you know it's like not to be talked to not yeah. to be associated with but i think in this context i think the thing that annoys me the most is that because you're single you're seen yeah. as like well, you don't have a life, so you can help out. Or yeah. You don't have that same respect level. Mm. And like I said, I've been to weddings where, or not even just weddings, like yeah. I put in the same category, christenings, baby names, Birthday ceremony, parties, children's birth- birthday children's parties. Children's birthday yeah. parties. Or just birthday parties in general, actually. Yeah. You know, I to the point where I said recently, I am not going to anybody's baby shower mm. unless it's my tight, tight yeah. friend or my like sister or my brother yeah um i'm not going to any kind of like more like kids parties because you do you feel awkward yeah um unless i take a child with me because then mm. at least you kind of get like a little then bit you've got your hands full literally yeah. i have to go and like maybe take one of my godsons like with <laughs> yeah. me to the, like the next kids yeah. party because you kind of like you feel like then people don't like bother you because it's like oh she's got a child yeah, so, yeah. but you know. yeah i went to a friend's son's birthday party a couple of years ago and it wasn't implied that I had to help, but I just felt like you have to. I had to help. Like, it, see, I don't do it anymore. You know, no, that so that was the last time when I when I left that party. I was like, oh my goodness, I've been on my feet 
yeah. the whole of this party. I actually didn't sit down. All I did was sit down to 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 have some of the food, and mm. that was it. I've just been on my feet, and this wasn't actually a very close friend. Yeah. So it was just like, why am I doing this to myself? Nope. I think that's the last one I'm going to go to, unless it's a close friend or some. Like you said, mm. you know, someone where you know. No, I'm happy to help. You don't even have to ask me, but. And I guess some people would be like, oh, but nobody asked you. But it was just no, like... but you know what? It's it was in our this, culture. It's the culture. You feel like it is kind of yeah. like you, it is on you. Mm. And so if you, if I had sat down the whole thing, I think people yeah. would have been like, why is he just sitting down? Because sometimes why you sit just down, down and, not and then doing someone anything. will just summon you to the kitchen yeah. to come and like help or mm. even just little things. Like, or people come around, oh, can you help with us? Yeah. We're doing this. Or no. even little things like giving out, say like at the wedding, like the mm. party favors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a guest, like, you know, I've come <laughs> here, like, as, like, the same I've been as, invited. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, hand out your own party mm. favors, but you do, you find, like, oh, yeah, can you come and, you know, help, like, yeah. hand these out? Mm. And I do, I do feel there is, like, a hierarchy, and your single, um, especially in Nigerian weddings, not even just Nigerian, I think in the African context in yeah. general, you're seen as, okay, especially if you're a little bit older and you're not mm. married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a lot, one it's thing a lot being worse. a young single girl. Yes. It, which is appropriate. Because if you're a young single girl, then it's appropriate. Yeah. Then it's, yeah, okay. Then it's sort of normalized. But if you're an older single woman, then it's just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This 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 isn't right. Yeah. This is something that needs to be figured out or something. Like, because I feel like sometimes saying it's like, you know, I manage a team of like 10 people mm. like in my day-to-day job. No, I'm not going to serve the jalap that today. Does, that does not matter. <laughs> you could be a chief exec. It yeah. does not matter. And that's, in again, in the Nigerian context, it's just how, just how the society is just sort of, you know, built up at the moment. But I think also it's kind of, it's very centered around women. But I do think guys do get it, but from a different perspective. So I think you don't, I don't think guys, when you go to the wedding, you're treated as a slave for the day. No, no, no one's going to the groom's friends and be like, oh, you guys are just sitting down. Please come. There's work to do, Joe. You know, exactly. (laughs) Cause 'cause that was how it was when I went for my friend where I was, um, when Yashobi, we Mm. were literally running around doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the groomsmen were partying. Yeah, having a good time. Probably drinking champagne. Do you know what I mean? I actually was looking over thinking, wow. (laughs) To be a man. Yeah, that's that's different. However, I think the guys get it from a different perspective, especially in the whole Nigerian um, context, seen as they're not serious if they're not married. Really? Yeah, I think they kind of your scene is more responsible. So mm. you won't get the whole slave for the day thing, but <laughs> maybe like, you know, people are not taking you very seriously. Like you're just doing guy, like you're just doing your own thing. Yeah. Um, From a guy perspective. Mm. But I don't think it compares to how we get treated. No, the women, right? Yeah. And then in the article, she also talks about the bouquet toss. Yes. And how oh it can gosh. be just, if whoever the MC knows your name, you could actually call out your name if yeah. if the song's starting and he's like trying to get people, single women to because come Because you know on. what? Your parents or your auntie will be like, oh, can you call? And they'll can tell them their their your full name wow. on the mic. Because I feel like the bouquet toss, there's two parts to it. One, mm. it's embarrassing. Yeah. Two, you're... Di- it's fun when you're like, I don't know, early 20s, maybe? I don't think it's an age thing. Or maybe it's never been fun. Because you know what, when you think fun. about it, it's literally like 
round up all the single mm. women yeah so everyone can see who's single yeah yeah so hopefully the guy one guy can shine his eye on you and like you know <laughs> literally i feel like you're on display because that's yeah. what you're there for when they do no bouquet and toss is to re-identify these are all the single women mm. and the fact that and i've been i think the author of the article she talks about being prodded by the elderly couple on her table mm. to go up and because they're called all the single women. Yeah, yeah. I've had that. Yeah. I've had an auntie that I've barely known saying, I go, go. It's yeah, your yeah. it's your time and everything. And literally being prodded along to the to the front to go and catch the bouquet mm. and which I've never caught but I've never gone for it because <laughs> that's also quite dangerous some of the diving that people do Have yeah it, get, it, it gets it gets very aggressive very aggressive it gets very aggressive I think I've been to one and I just stepped back I was like nah 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 I don't want to get my eye plucked out I've seen ones of where flower. Like, nah. three girls have like gone for it and yeah. it's been carnage kind of yeah thing. you know even sometimes it falls on the ground you see all the girls like pounce Dive on, on it. it yeah like some sort of wrestling match and they're like all on top of like no not even like an american football match you're yeah. all on top of this bunch but of flowers but you know what all it nah. takes is one of those girls to get married and you see your mum be like you see <laughs> <laughs> you are there wasting time in the back the nigerian <laughs> mum is like you see they prophesied for her look at you because <laughs> you don't want to mess up your dress anyway yeah. But yeah, I do think like not just weddings, definitely mm. events in general. I do feel, and I don't want to say ostracized, but I yeah. do feel awkward sometimes. It's a bit. There's a bit of public shaming, like you know, Ch- Ch- Chibundu talks about. It's like there's a public shaming of single women that yeah. single men don't get because yeah. you're right. Yeah, men they get the oh, you need to start, you need to be serious now and stuff. But I feel like with women, it's just like public shaming embarrassment and not just from other adults sometimes mm. from children from children <laughs> so i remember when i was younger mm. and my mum recounted this story where mm. we had a really cool auntie she yeah. was so i to this day she literally is referred to as a cool auntie yeah. her place was so nice mm. she had the best clothes yeah when we went to her house she had the best snacks like real snacks you mm. know like you know chocolate crisp yeah. real you know fizzy drink so really liked her. Yeah. Um. I but I would ask her like, "Where's your kids? Mm. Oh, you you have these extra rooms. Why are there no kids in here?" <laughs> Being really rude. I yeah, must have yeah. been like maybe like ten. Yeah. Now, flash forward a few years. Yeah. I'm that cool auntie. I realised that the other day because mm. I had like my godson saying. Um, Auntie Mo, how come you don't have any children? Or where? So we how did you, How did you answer that? So we can play with them, and I literally just kind of you don't know what to say to like children <laughs> when they're asking you things like this. And yeah. I just was like, oh, I just don't. And then he he kind of just like looked at his mom and then just lost interest and then walked off because he was probably looking for his mom to to like. You you know if it was some moms would have been like stop asking yeah c- questions to you no auntie. but she was genuinely listening because she's probably thinking like why doesn't she have <laughs> yeah, any well, she's, like, she's like what she wants to know yeah. the answer as well good question let's good let's question, hear the answer son. very good <laughs> but yeah you do feel kind of like and I it makes me think about when I was younger like I said like my auntie I was so like in awe of her but yeah. I was also baffled as to like why doesn't she have mm. any kids because you know again I wanted but, yeah. to play with it's just that's I guess it's because that's what you saw right mm. so anything that's out of the, the ordinary the ordinary the, the, the out of the normal 
life that you see i guess as a kid you'd question that yeah so yeah it's it's one of those things i think that it's just like now i just think about what kind of events i go to because i just don't want a necessary you know i feel like i don't know if this sounds dramatic. awkwardness it's a bit of a it's a mental toll because it I is do, it is you though. do it kind is. of like to be constantly reminded of mm. your singledom it, yeah it's not nice no so yeah. i do find that like i said if it's not like a really good friend or mm. close family member then you probably won't see me <laughs> i will send an amazing gift yeah yeah just send me the you know or the, if i know for sure that it's not going to be that type of situation where yeah. i'm going to be put to work yeah if i know that for sure okay sure i'll show up but, but if i know just, if it's going to be one of those where i might be i'm like nah i nah. don't need to show up for that it's or, okay you know i do i come late yeah so yeah, I, that's a good. Uh, I that's come late one. Yeah. and I leave early. So. And now, even if I have to go, I'm just gonna sit down. Yeah, There's nothing come, you can do to make me. Sit. I come. I'm, I eat. Yeah. I and wish go, you, and leave. Wish yeah. you well, and then and then I'll be like, yeah. oh, you know what? I've got work. Or and something. it's true, you know. Let's do that as a single woman. Be like, look, I've got stuff to do. I yeah, you see, I am single, so yeah. I have, <laughs> you see, I'm trying to make it happen. So but please don't stop inviting me to your events, especially if they're single guys there. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I just FYI, I just want to put that out there. You know, let's not let's not close all the markets. <laughs> so um, okay, so I think we'll stop the discussion there and um, let's talk about highlights of the week. Yeah. Okay, welcome back. And now we are going to discuss highlight of the week. Yeah. Yes. Um, so for those that are new to the pod, highlight of the week is where we, I don't know how to describe it, Jay, where we talk about something that we either have done or about mm-hmm. to do or something that we've read, watched, anything that we want to share with you guys and bring a spotlight to, i.e. highlight of the week. Yeah. So my highlight of the week is... The, f- the short film called Entitled mm. um, by um, Adeyemi Michael, who's a good friend of ours. Yeah. And um, he had a screening of this film at um, Tate Modern in London, which mm. we, we went to last week, yeah. Sunday. Which was really nice. As I said, I think I mentioned in the beginning part of the show, I really like going to Tate Modern. It's yeah. a really nice... Um, it's a nice space. Really nice mm. space. And they change the exhibition um, quite often. They normally have like kind of like different themes. So yeah. it's a good place to go to. Um, but yeah, so his film entitled, and it was shown with a number of other films that were basically... Yeah, they were all short of, films, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, short films that were centred around basically the London experience, specifically mm. in the areas of Peckham and South London. And um, entitled, how to describe it, um, it's basically a short film where his mum is actually the star. Yeah. And it almost kind of like... Um, describes her experience as a someone that's um come from nigeria mm. um living in peckham and peckham i would describe it as the mini nigeria in london well it's changing now but mm. that's how it that's was. how it was known yeah so yeah. peckham is somewhere you get a high concentration of nigerian people yeah um, and in the film, you basically kind of like see where those kind of like two worlds meet in mm. this kind of like uh, in in London. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. I, I'm probably not doing it justice. Yeah, it was it was in like a celebration of his mom. Yeah, definitely. Um, so celebration of um, 
yeah of nigerian i don't know i want to say Niger, i don't know if that was his intention of nigerian moms in general but definitely more so I think more focused he, on his mom i think he was yeah. kind of also trying to kind of like have maybe small messages of colonialism in terms of mm. there's a there's a part in the film where you see um his mom on a horse yeah in full um traditional nigerian regalia so she has yeah. a gala she has like you know um um, rapper and everything yeah going down peckham high street on yeah. this horse and everything yeah, yeah. so so it's I, sort of it's one of it, it's when you saw it you thought it looks out of place but at the same time it completely fits yeah. the way that she's carrying herself as yeah. well like this queen on this yeah. horse so it, so it looks completely like yeah. yeah so it looks completely and you had people, normal like, but also prostrating in the yes. film when they, which i thought and prostrating for those that don't know yeah is i don't know how you would you describe it jay it's so like, it's um so it's the way that um yoruba people especially greet elders yes. so it's and a sign of respect. yeah it's a sign of respect you go down on some go down on one knee, some don't go down. Some go down on two knees. Or um, even like men do that thing where they just touch the floor yes, with like one yeah. hand. Yeah, so it's a like, sign of respect. Yeah, so especially that, to elders. Mm. And you know what bit that kind of got me almost like emotional mm. was when she was speaking Yoruba. Yeah, because you know yeah, what it, yeah. it felt like. It just felt like home. Yes, like I, yeah. you know, you hear that in like your parents' house. Yeah, you hear your aunties talk like yeah, that. Yeah, that was beautiful. It was actually. so nice. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, Yes, yeah, so, so very, it was very touching. It was a yeah. very touching film. Um, yeah, celebration of his mother, celebration of Nigerian sort of immigrant, the Nigerian immigrant experience yes, as well, coming definitely. to this country, but also still holding on to your culture yeah. and being proud and being proud of your culture yeah. as well. So that 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 was definitely. An and I think the, the running, because obviously there were other films, mm. but their running theme was also about this feeling of gentrification. Yes. So yeah, Peckham, yeah. as I said, it's kind of, I don't want to describe it as like the hood because it's not, but yeah. it was, it, did, it didn't have the best reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's being considered like a new kind of like art and like cultural hub. Mm. You're getting a lot of people from outside moving there. So mm. the area's being redeveloped. Mm. And it kind of, and a lot of the um, filmmakers talked about that feeling yeah. of, you know, it's great that they're getting all of these mm. new things, but then also at the same time, like not everything is benefiting the people that have been yeah. there for many years within mm. that environment so i would i would highly highly recommend for anyone to go and see it we're gonna yes, put um yeah we, we've already posted on our instagram but i'm just gonna repeat the post um i just want to also shout out the cinema photography was done um by um oh gosh i clicked on the wrong thing so the film was produced by um, Fiona Lamptey, um, which was really nice. She was actually at the screening. Okay. Um, which was really nice. And it was produced, cinematography. Well, I've only got um, the at. So at Luciana Ariso. But I'm going to put all the information okay. there. But one of the things that um, Adeyemi talked about was that he had like women behind the scenes that were making this right, happen. Okay. And I, again, think that kind of helped with the look of and feel mm, of the film because yeah. you could really feel like it had come from somebody that was not only 
wanting to highlight women but also pay tribute like you said to his mum mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so definitely watch it as mm. I said it's called Entitled and I'll put all the information as always in the podcast description and if you do watch it let us know your thoughts and feedback as well yeah okay so I think we've come to the end as always yes we have so Jay where can the good people find us so you can find us at Call Out The Box on Instagram Twitter Facebook yes. you can email us at calloutthebox at gmail.com um, yeah and that's it <laughs> I think that's it what else yeah uh, there's nothing else <laughs> until next time ciao